0: Everybody welcome to the podcast. This feels a little bit like deja vu because we did a series in the hustle, or at least we began a series in the hustle last year, 2020. You guys remember that? It's about 10 years ago in your mind, but last <laughs> Ten year. 10 years ago last year. Yep. We uh, we started this series in the hustle talking about work. Now, this is a topic that I don't hear churches talk about a lot. But God put it on your heart, Chad, to hey, let, let's do a series talking about work. What was the thought process in 2020? And then, and then why are we doing it again, since it got shut down?
1: Yeah. So, um, God has a will for our work. Uh, we were all created to contribute. We're going to spend on average 140,000 to 150,000 hours of our lives working
0: mm-hmm. and the uh, rest to Netflix
1: yeah, <laughs> and the next binge watching Netflix. That's about 40% of your life. Uh, is on the job. Mm -hmm. Uh, So work is important to God. There are two big themes in the Bible. One is salvation, which is obviously the redeeming work of Jesus. And it's all about receiving. The other theme in the Bible, so it's salvation and stewardship. Stewardship's about management. Uh, What we think we own is really just on loan. We came into this life with nothing. We're going to exit with nothing. But in the 75, 80, 85 years, whatever it is that God gives us, uh, we're going to manage things for a mm-hmm. time. So that's what stewardship is in the Bible. So work is something that we steward. It's God's will for us. Uh, we're actually going to work in heaven. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh no, well, it's, it'll be very satisfying, good work. And so like, I don't want to work in heaven. And I'm always like, you think you're going to float around on a cloud with mm-hmm. a diaper on? Because mm-hmm. that's gross. Nobody wants to see it. And it sounds really boring. Uh, work is part of God's will for us. We spend a lot of our lives doing it. So we just thought we'd talk about it.
0: Yeah, and the idea of stewardship, I, I think it's it's not a natural concept to think in the realm of stewardship. Like for for me, I tend to think in gain. Like, okay, what am I gaining? What am I earning? And and I'm acquiring this, but I'm actually not gaining, acquiring whatever. I'm I'm a temporary manager of, of whatever it is I can I can produce, whatever it is I can earn. Um, but Bible teaches naked we came into the world, and that's how we're leaving. Naked, we go out of the world. We don't take any of it. With us, it's temporary. Yeah, we can will it to our kids, or we can leave it to somewhere. We can invest it in other things, but uh, it it's not going with us. And so there is a stewardship uh, concept of Scripture of everything we're doing. We're just managing. It's all on loan, and how we manage it matters. Um, you talked last week. You talked about relationships and and how all of the Bible, all of wisdom, is about relationships, including. Our relationships with things, things like work, things like money. Uh, wisdom is about relationships. Talk about wisdom when it comes to work.
1: Yeah, so it's it's God's will that everybody works, and so what we're going to do in the series is um, look at the. Uh, whole of scripture and I, I think there's six purposes for work there's probably more than that but mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about six so so three the first weekend of the series and 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 the other three the second week of the, of the series but it's all wisdom and, and work you know there there are people right now you know what kind of job should I I take mm-hmm. uh, my son will graduate high school this year what am I going to do with my life uh, there are people who uh, are in a job maybe the type of work they like lo- is what they like, but they're not enjoying the season. Mm-hmm. There's just all kinds of things with with work, and so we're going to talk about the six purposes, mm-hmm. and then and then build on it. So wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and doing it. it it's not just knowledge; it's a, it's the right knowledge with the right application. And so we're just gonna just gonna break that down again for this thing that we're spending a ton of our lives doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, God's will for our, our our work. So there's six purposes. Mm-hmm. And this week we talked about the first three.
0: All right. So some people in their mind, when they think of work, uh, they they have kind of this separation. I've talked to people who know I'm a pastor, and they go, "Man, that's great. You're doing this this great work. That's so cool that you get to do that for work." Um, but I look like at what they're doing, I'm going, "Man, that's so great what you do for work." And in yeah. some people's minds, they separate sacred and secular, and they go, "Well, that's sacred work. You're doing you know church work or whatever." Um, the Bible doesn't create that division. In fact. God out of the gate, he says, "No, no, no! Uh, I want you to work." And the work he gives to Adam, it's not build a church and you know have a missions organization. It's tend or, the garden. It's tend the garden. It's work with your hands. It's it's bring order out of chaos in in this gift of this garden that I'm giving you, um, and and produce.
1: Yeah, so that's that's a good point. So Genesis two fifteen is what you're referring to, and and it says that God put Adam in the garden. Uh, it literally says in the NIV anyway, New International Version, to, to work it mm-hmm. and, and, to, and to care for it. So work existed before sin entered into the world and before the work world was broken. And as I said a moment ago, work will be in, in heaven. You mentioned that last year. So last year we started the series. Uh, I, I, I did exactly what I'm doing now. I said, Hey, I'm going to preach the sermon, but there's two parts. So part one this week, part two (laughs) next week. So I did part one.
0: And the world's longest cliffhanger has been an entire year of waiting for part two.
1: And then the world pushed pause on the, on the tape deck for all of you who know what a tape deck is. I was actually in, um, I went out of town on spring break with my family. We, we, we went snow skiing and that's when I made the video and the, and the SUV we rented, you know, and and told the church, well, everything's shutting down. I don't know, understand the virus. At that point, we didn't know what it really was or mm-hmm. how it was going to affect us. And so, yeah, I came back and, oh, maybe we should just talk about peace and perspective. And so we kind of bailed on the series. So uh, this is a redo. Really felt like God wanted us to do it. So, yeah, that's why we're doing it Yeah. now.
0: Yeah, I love and, it. And
1: hopefully I'll be able to do the two-part if, if you
0: pause, if something happens, if it's like the apocalypse, you are doing part two in this series. You can't do another push pause and, and leave us hanging like that. Well, I
1: think between part one and part two, if the world shuts down again, like totally, I'm just going to scrap the series. That's got to be a word from God. <laughs> he doesn't want me to
0: do this one. So. All right. Well, in that case, we'll just talk about it on the podcast. All right. Uh, but but for those that, that look at their jobs, maybe they're working a job and they're going, I, I don't understand how this contributes I don't understand how this job or, or the role that I'm in, how, how do you view work if you're in that job? You're like, that's not really a spiritual job, or I'm doing accounting. I love my dad. He's an accountant. Yeah. Um, how, how do you view your work through the lens of the Bible and understand, no, this is a calling wherever you are, whatever you're doing, there's a calling for you in that work.
1: Yeah. Well, well this week we talked about the first three purposes, mm-hmm. and then the next week we'll talk about the other. So, so the first three purposes are uh, we work to meet our needs and the needs of our family. That's that's the most simple and mundane. But so that, so
0: hang on. So working to make an income is an okay thing.
1: It's God's will for us. Okay. Yeah. So the Bible teaches there are two kinds of, well, there's three kinds of people. There's the people who are willing to work. They work, they provide for themselves and their family. That's good for them, their family and society at large. Mm-hmm. There are people who are unable to work. Uh, these would be people that have physical issues, yep. perhaps mental issues, um as it comes to mind my, my my brother um is uh special needs mm-hmm. and and he can work, but he can't work like you and I can work mm-hmm. he, he can do uh, little stents you know and, and and things like that. There are people in society that we need to help, yeah uh, because frankly they're just unable to work Yep. so there's people who are willing they do it it 's good for them themselves, their family and society there's people who are unable to work because of physical or mental ailments. There are some people who are unwilling to work mm-hmm. And so if people are unable to work, we help them. If they're unwilling to work, we motivate them. Okay. Uh, The Bible literally says for people who are unwilling to work, if you don't work, you don't eat. Mm -hmm. I uh, I didn't say this in the sermon, but I read an article about uh, the pilgrims. So Mayflower, Plymouth Mm -hmm. Rock, the Mm -hmm. whole deal. And they had a rule uh, in their society as they began to start this new life here in the new land, you know, and the rule was, um, if you didn't help with the harvest, with the farming, with the work, you weren't, you weren't allowed to eat. <laughs> and the name of the article was uh, no loaves for loafers, mm-hmm. which I thought was really funny, but that's actually a biblical principle. Yeah. So if you are unwilling to work, the Bible would teach that you're in sin. Yep. Uh, and actually it's not good for your soul and it's not good for your family and it's not good for, for society. Yeah, it's fascinating. So in modern times we have a thing called retirement.
0: Yeah. Which didn't exist in previous societies. And it's not, you don't see it in the Bible because that's just not how society operated. Well, now we have the freedom of, hey, I have a 401k or I have a, you know, whatever. And now Mm -hmm. I can, I can retire. And I can't tell you how many times I talk to people that are miserable in retirement. Now, some people are like, oh, it's great. I love it. Other people are like, "I, I feel like I was made to do more than this than just, you know play games and hang out. And it's, it's all great for like the first month. And then by month two they get restless and then up taking up a new hobby or starting a new job or helping people in different ways.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to talk about retirement next week, but here's kind of the bottom line. The word retirement is not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It also does not exist in the Hebrew language. Mm-hmm. And I heard a rabbi one time say, uh, if it doesn't exist in the Hebrew language, which is God's language, that means it's not supposed to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, now, making enough money If you can make enough money where your money is making enough money that you don't have to work, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Bible actually teaches that creating wealth is is a good thing. Uh, In America, if you give first, save second, live on the rest, over time you will build wealth. Uh, That's not a mystery. That's just math. math. Yeah. However, we were created to contribute, which is what you're getting at. So if the whole goal of life is to work your rear off, so that you get to a place where you do nothing. Mm-hmm. That might be the American way. That's not God's way. Mm-hmm. So even if you have enough money and your money makes enough money that you can live off the interest, awesome. That's a that's a great goal. You were still created to contribute. Mm-hmm. So what can you do uh, for others? Uh, perhaps you still produce wealth, but you just give all of it away because you don't you don't need money anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still created to contribute. Yeah. And there's a verse of in Proverbs that says that a job well done. Makes your soul fat, and so you, you you don't want a fat body, but you do want a fat soul, mm-hmm. right? And the challenge of work is because work, you know, was happening before the fall, before the world was broken. Work will happen in heaven. The problem in a broken world, which is where we live, is we either work too much—that's mm-hmm. bad for the soul—or mm-hmm. we work, and this is what we're talking about now, too little, yeah. which is bad for the soul. Yeah, and it's figuring out God's rhythms. For life, but we were created to contribute, and um you know as, as much as I enjoy fly fishing mm-hmm. as much as I enjoy getting out on a boat, as much as I enjoy riding my motorcycle, uh, there's an ebb and flow to life mm-hmm. and if that's all I did, it's bad for my soul, yeah, yeah, and there's a
0: lot of guys too. they get to this you know magical age and and, and gals as well sixty five and all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's it. they have so much to offer still. And they Absolutely. have so much to contribute to society, to to mentorship. Uh, I talked to a lot of young guys that would love older, more experienced mentors to speak life into what they're doing and to give wisdom and to go, oh, I already made that mistake. Yeah. Don't make that same mistake.
1: So so since we're in the podcast, so none of this will be in the sermon, somebody was asking me, so, hey, Chad, are you building for retirement? When, when are you going to retire? And I said, well, I'm I'm hopefully building some wealth, so I'll be at a place in life where I can retire, mm-hmm. um, and and in my mind, uh, I think I'll get around that amount, you know, in my mid sixties. I said, but I, I'm I'm never going to retire. Um, it, it, it doesn't mean I'm going to be the lead pastor at Sun Valley till I die. But what it does mean, if there comes a time in uh, in my journey at Sun Valley where, hey, somebody else needs to take the reins or a group of people need to take the reins because we have multiple campuses or whatever that looks like, my hope is uh, I'm serving our church in a mentoring capacity. I'm serving the church at large in a mentoring capacity. Um, I, I plan on serving God, um, you know, in, in a somewhat full-time basis until I stop. I stop breathing, I just believe that's God's will for us, and it could be i you know the Lord really blesses, and I don't have to have you know make money anymore, but you still want to work. we're created to contribute it's It's just God's plan for us, mm-hmm. and to your point, man uh, i I have older people in my life who are helping Sun Valley right now, yeah, uh, this last series we did on Daniel. Uh, I got that idea from a mentor I have in Southern California who's 68. Yeah. And I learned some of those principles from him and then took that and we created our on so important. You were created to contribute and your soul needs that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the three points that, that you're hitting this weekend, you said.
1: Meet my needs mm-hmm. and my family's needs, uh, share my gifts. Okay. Uh, and develop my character.
0: Yeah. So talk about character development. How does work develop character? Because for some people they go, oh man, work's just this thing I'm enduring so that I couldn't get to my life. You know, I got to punch out and now I can get to working on life and whatever it's important to me. How does work develop our character?
1: Well, while we're doing our work, God is working on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in the job, we have to learn to give and serve, mm-hmm. uh, which is what love is, by the way. And we have to learn to receive. So um, just kind of big picture. Uh, cities were created uh, because of love. So just think. So if love is giving and serving and receiving, that's, that's how cities formed. Uh, for example, I live in a city. I'm really happy about that because at lunch today... I don't have to go out and milk the cow Mm -hmm. and come up, you know, we're going to go to a restaurant and somebody's going to serve us and give us food. And then I'm going to give them a note of appreciation that has a dead president's face on it, right? That's mutual exchange, mutual giving and serving so that both of us thrive. When my truck breaks down or I have an issue with my truck or even if I just need maintenance on it, um, I don't do that myself. I take that to an honest mechanic. And by the way, an honest mechanic is a gift from God. That's right. So. I take that to my mechanic, they do the work on it. And then I, I give them money that's giving and serving, mm-hmm. uh, and receiving that's one another. That's, that's how cities are formed. What's interesting is the Bible, uh, says that heaven's a city, which I'm excited about because I can get pizza mm-hmm. like in the middle of the night with no calories and I'll just eat the whole large pizza.
0: That's not like explicitly in scripture. You're just um, reading um, between the lines. a little bit of conjecture okay. there.
1: Sure. Yeah. But you know, it's a good thought. Um, it develops character because it teaches me to give and serve. It teaches me how to work with people. Mm -hmm. Uh, It teaches me how to deal with varying issues. Um, One of the best thing that's happening with my oldest son is he's, he's worked the past couple of years. He worked to save enough money to buy his car. We, we matched his amount. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that was a huge uh, piece of satisfaction for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He comes home from work happy because he experiences the satisfaction of a job well done. Um, You know, it could be that you're in a difficult season at your work right now, and and God's word for you is not to give up, but to grow up. Mm -hmm. He wants to work on you. Uh, I said this in the sermon, you know, fertilizer smells. The best fertilizer is manure, but man, fertilizer makes things grow. Yeah, I actually, my little joke was, uh, I'm going to make bumper stickers that say fertilizer happens. Mm -hmm. Take a second for that joke to sink Mm -hmm. in. Fertilizer happens. Uh, And it could be right now you're in a fertilizer moment. Um, and it could be that God's wanting to grow and, and shape your character. Uh, attitude is a little thing that makes a really big difference. And we have to learn all these things in our jobs. Yeah. And if wisdom, you talked
0: about wisdom last week, if wisdom is applying what you know, so say you're, you're studying the Bible and you're learning new things or you're listening to the podcast or you know, the daily devotionals or sermon, whatever, and, uh, and you're learning something, that's great, but it doesn't turn into wisdom until you apply it. And the workplace is fertile ground for applying what you know. There, there's opportunities, I promise you, in every work environment on any given day uh, to, to apply the principles of scripture in those work relationships. When there's a frustration, when there's a challenge, when there's a, a moment, you got to decide, am I going to be honest uh, or am I going to be dishonest for personal gain? Th- those are all opportunities for our character to grow, to apply and to go, all right, I'm going to trust God in this area and, and take a step.
1: If you're walking through the library or Barnes and Noble or someplace where there's a lot of books and you look on the shelf and the, and the title of the book is the person God uses, mm-hmm. you're going to think, cause this is how we think, oh, that's a book probably about a pastor or a, a missionary or a preacher. And, and yet when you begin reading the Bible, um, one of the first people that God uses is a man named Joseph. Mm-hmm who is not a pastor or a Mm -hmm. preacher or a missionary. He's a civil magistrate. Mm -hmm. And you see God refining his character. We actually read about it in in the Psalms. Um, You see God refining his character all through the work that he does in his life. He's a slave at one point in his life. He works in a prison at one point in his life, and Mm -hmm. then he winds up becoming the prime minister. So it's quite a journey. Uh, If you want to read his story, that's the last third of the book of Genesis. But... um, the person God uses was a civil magistrate. You, you fast forward in the Old Testament, Esther. Esther is not a pastor or a preacher or mm-hmm. a missionary. She's a beauty pageant winner, right? Mm-hmm. Who who marries the king and God uses her to save the nation. Um, the person God uses is the person that is willing to allow God to use them. Yeah. Bloom where you're planted. Let God use you wherever you are. Uh, and let him work on your character and do his work and through your life and your work.
0: Yeah, going to Bible college. The irony in Bible college, studying the Bible, I learned that all these people God used throughout the Bible didn't go to Bible college, <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of those aha moments of, yeah, it's it's anybody and everybody that's willing to be used by God, God will use them. Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're all invited to be a part of that in yeah. in our workplaces wherever that may be.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah.
0: Well, grateful for, uh, for your time. Thanks for talking this through. We're going to do part two next week as we continue talking about In the Hustle and, and the purpose of work.
1: Yeah, it's God's will to work. He wants us to be satisfied in it. And uh, I think there's a lot to learn here. So go on the journey with us, In the Hustle.